do you remember this interview by Leslie Stahl of 60 Minutes when she was interviewing President Trump during the election last or during the election in 2020? Let's listen to her. I wish you would interview Joe Biden like you interview me. It would be so good. You know what? You the, like this, the, I thought. I thought you I don't mind Spar- it. I don't mind Spar- it. But when I watch him walk out of a store and he's walking with a ice cream and the question the media asks him, what kind of ice cream, what flavor ice cream do you have? <laughs> and he's in the midst of a scandal. He's not. And he's taking, he's of course not. he is, no. Leslie. Come on. Of course he is. It's the biggest, second biggest scandal. So, the biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my campaign, well, there's Leslie. no real evidence of that. Of course there is. No. It's all over the place. Leslie, Sir, they spied on my campaign and they got I, caught. Can I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't no, verify. you won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't Look, put on you. things we can't verify. Leslie, they spied and, on my campaign. Well, we can't verify It's been totally that. verified. No. It's been, just go down and get the papers. They spied on my campaign, they got caught. No. And then they went much further than that, and they got caught. And you will see that, Leslie, and you know that, but you just don't want to no. put it on the air. No, as a matter of fact, I don't know that. Okay. And you're out so there. So why don't you get back to your interview and let's go. Guess what? Maybe she should have gone down and gotten those papers that Trump was talking about. And by the way, you could tell in the interview, she actually did know about the Trump spying problem. Because she said, well, we really don't have any uh, verification. Yeah, well, it turns out that Trump was completely right. And I wonder if she'll have Trump on again to talk about it. Somehow, I doubt it. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Well, dumb asses talking politics. Sorry, my accent came out. Uh, I wanted to talk about this whole Trump spy thing earlier this week, but there was so much important news that affect us now. Affects us now. I thought I'd talk about that at this. I'd wait until today to talk about it. So I put the story on the back burner. I still think it's very important because it really shows the level of corruption within our government. And this level of corruption could end up toppling us, could end up toppling democracy, could end up instituting uh, tyranny. And one of the, the worst parts of this whole thing is how the bureaucracies have taken over. And throughout the entire COVID thing, we could see how bureaucracies have far more power than they're supposed to be having. So we've known that Donald Trump was right about this spying thing a long time ago. A lot of it was already proven. There were guys that actually admitted they did it. But we got a little bit more information, which turned out to be a huge surprise. And this is going to turn out to be probably a far bigger scandal than we've ever even imagined it. So, Fox News reported, the indictment against Sussman, Michael Sussman, says he told then-FBI General Counsel James Baker in September 2016, less than two months before the 2016 presidential election, that he was not doing work, quote, for any client, end quote, when he requested and held a meeting in which he 
presented purport, quote, purported data and white papers that allegedly demonstrate covert communication channel, end quote, between the Trump or- organization and Alpha Bank, which he has ties to the Kremlin. So basically what happened was he lied by saying he didn't actually have a client. He did. It was Hillary Clinton. And he lied about a connection between the Trump organization and this Russian bank, Alpha Bank, which Trump did not. And he did not have any information on it. Okay, continuing. But Durham's filing on February 11th in the section titled, quote, factual background, end quote, reveals that Sussman, quote, had assembled and conveyed the allegations to the FBI on behalf of two specific clients, including a technology executive, which will be referred to as Tech Executive One, at a U.S.-based internet company, Internet Company One, and the Clinton campaign. So this guy got nailed lying, but it gets better. Uh, We'd never heard about this tech executive, and we'd never heard this internet company. So Fox News later added, Durham also writes that during Sussman's trial, the government will establish that among the Internet Data Tech Executive One, whose name we don't know yet, and his associates exploited the domain name system, or DNS, Internet traffic pertaining to, quote, one, a particular healthcare provider, two, Trump Tower, three, Donald Trump's Central Park West Apartment Building, and four, oh, the executive office of the president of the United States. Now, I don't know about you. This is massive. There is so much illegal here. And if the media decides to cover this, which they haven't so far, people will have to go to jail here. There's no way that this can be ignored. It also shows how the Justice Department and the intelligence agencies are not in it to protect the country or worry about the country, they have become political. So the big question is, is this scandal worse than Watergate? Well, let's take a look at this for a second. The answer is without a doubt, by the way. With Watergate, you had President Nixon conspire with some of his staff to spy on a political appointment for uh, basically the Democratic uh, presidential candidate. But the scandal didn't involve all of the institutions within the government, as this one did. This scandal involved the FBI, the CIA, the Clinton campaign. Now we're beginning to look at if possibly President Biden and vice, and possibly Vice President Biden at the time, Vice President Biden, now President Biden. It also invo- involved a former British intelligence officer, Christopher Steele, and the Russian intelligence in form in the form of that debunked steel dossier, which turned out to be, by the way, Russian misinformation. This led to four years of Russia, 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 and collusion, and all this crap, and an interview with Trump's presidency from day one, from before he even became president, it was interfering with him. So let's go over this whole thing. And and mind you, this is a very quick review of this whole Russia-Trump collusion scandal that never happened. 
Okay, so before the 2016 election, John McCain, who's the deceased senator from Arizona, hired Fusion GPS to find out information about Donald Trump. Basically, background information. They were, really didn't come up with why he did this. For some reason, McCain dropped the job, and Hillary Clinton's campaign and the DNC decided to go and have Fusion GPS continue digging dirt on Trump. Fusion GPS hired former British intelligence officer <coughs> um, Christopher Steele to dig the dirt. Steele went to Russia and got a completely unverified 35-page document that included horrific and disgusting accusations, including the existence of this P-tape that everyone talked about and somehow nothing came about. The document was released to BuzzFeed, and it was published by BuzzFeed. It also was released to Yahoo News and published by Yahoo News. Now, many say, including Wikipedia, where I got some of this information, that Steele had nothing to do with it. He didn't even know the document was out. But the reality is, Yahoo and BuzzFeed is what Steele used to verify the document. He had no verification. But if Yahoo said it and BuzzFeed said it, it must be true. By the way, that's a pretty common intelligence trick. That's what they do. If I have a document that's not going to be, that isn't verified, I get, I leak it. And then when the news agency shows it, I say, see, they do this all the time in, in, in the Biden administration. See, it was said in the New York Times, so it must be true. Not knowing that, you know, of course, not thinking that we're going to think, well, how did they verify it? The Steele dossier, which it became to know, became known as, was given to the FBI by the Clinton campaign. The FBI used the dossier to start an investigation on the Trump campaign, even though they had no verification of the dossier. FISA warrants were issued against Carter Page and other Trump sycophants, and the FBI gave the dossier. The FBI then gave the dossier to John Brennan, the director of the CIA. Brennan started his own investigation into Trump. Now, it's kind of weird because the CIA is not supposed to investigate internal domestic individuals. They're supposed to investigate outside sources, but Brennan was definitely investigating Donald Trump. And Brennan should honestly be in jail for this because he lied to Congress about this, told the truth on CNN, and now he's a full-time CNN stooge. So you can see right off the bat, justice is going to be a real issue with this whole thing. The CIA or the FBI, I'm not sure which, put an agent within the Trump campaign to get information about Trump and his ties to Russia. Trump was already the president-elect at this point. So he, he was already president, and no one told him about any of this stuff, and he's actually being spied on by an agent, either for the FBI or for the CIA. No one's really sure which. And by the way, we know... The guy admitted he did this. So this is already this is not a secret. We've known about this for probably about two and a half years. That's nothing new. Clinton Clinton campaign a lawyer, Michael Sussman, who is now being indicted or has been indicted 
for lying to Congress, for lying about to the FBI about his involvement in the Clinton campaign, met with an unnamed tech executive, that's tech executive one, about getting access to technology within Trump's camp. Sussman is currently facing trial for the FBI, so he's, he's already in trouble. And apparently, he's giving information. That tech company gained access to servers of Trump's doctor, of Trump's home, of Trump's office, and the big one, while Trump was president in the White House. They were spying on him. They were spying. Let me, let me say that again. They were spying on President Trump, not President-elect Trump, not candidate Trump. They were spying on a president. One of the things that is not in denial here, Hillary Clinton knew about it all. She knew everything. And she should definitely face criminal charges. This was all done with her knowledge. But also, big other names and organizations here are also in kind of trouble. The FBI, the CIA, the Department of Justice, probably Barack Obama, probably uh, uh, President Biden himself. They all knew this. And we already learned that a lot of these guys knew of this stuff, especially the Russia hoax, because they were unmasking people. The question is, what did Biden need to unmask someone? Why did Susan Rice need to unmask? By, uh, Obama wanted to unmask people within that were being investigated. Folks, this whole thing, uh, spying on a campaign, spying on a president-elect, and spying on a president, president is espionage and treason, treason. And that's at best. It is also sedition. It's a coup. This is an attempt to overthrow a sitting president. People have been put to death for less than this. There's going to be more to come on this. This isn't over. I would now be absolutely shocked if bigger names were not brought to light. I used to think that this would never happen. Clinton is never going to get touched. Obama's never going to touch. Biden's never going to get touched. Even smaller names like Stork... And, and Brennan and McCabe, they would never be touched. I'm not so sure anymore. I'm absolutely not so sure anymore. So needless to say, Donald Trump had a statement. He said, quote, The latest pleading from the special counsel, John Durham, provides indisputable evidence that my campaign and presidency were spied on by operatives paid by the Hillary Clinton campaign and the DNC, by the way, not just Hillary Clinton, in an effort to develop a completely fabricated connection to Russia. This is a scandal far greater in scope and magnitude than Watergate and those who were involved in and knew about the spying operation should be subject to prosecution. In a stronger period of time in our country, this crime would have been punishable by death. In addition, reparations should be paid to those in our country who have been damaged by this. Absolutely true. I mean, let's face it, this is when cancel culture actually started. You got people like Stone, people like uh, Stone and, and what's his name? Um, 
I can't remember his name, but a couple of other guys in the Trump campaign who basically had their careers destroyed because of the government was was investigating them. Of course, the media has been ignoring this. Again, that's another red flag. When the, This is a big story. How is this being ignored? All we heard for four years, heck, we're still hearing it now and Trump hasn't been president for a year, is that, the, that Trump was a Russian stooge. And when evidence comes out that Trump was right and there was a serious conspiracy to commit treason, to commit sedition. By the way, you hear that with the January 6th committee all the time. Oh, that was sedition. This is sedition. This is treason. We don't hear a thing. Nothing but crickets. Do you know how much this came out on Monday? Do you know how much coverage this got on Monday? ABC, zero minutes. NBC, zero minutes. CBS, zero minutes. MSNBC, zero minutes. CNN, I watched CNN, and CNN actually did mention it. But in the five minutes they took, they spent maybe five, two, three minutes on it, and they were still talking about January 6th like that was a thing. And they mixed it in with January 6th. They're trying to make January 6th look as bad as this. This is not even close. You would think someone would ask Hillary Clinton about this since she was thinking of running for president again. I'm sure you've heard that story. Joe Biden is... 70% of people don't want Joe Biden to run again. Kamala Harris is less popular than Joe Biden. The Democrats have no one to run in 2024. They're panicking. They're looking for people to run in 2024. The two names that have come up are Pete Buttigieg and Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, who will be 300, 400 years old by then and is already can barely walk. I doubt she's going to be president. But you would think someone would ask her. As of today, there has been only one reporter to ask Hillary Clinton about this, and it was from the Daily Mail. And the Daily Mail, by the way, is a British newspaper. It wasn't even an American newspaper. Now, mind you, yeah, you, you've got Fox News, you've got Daily Wire, you've got Blaze TV, you've got lots of lots of uh, American conservative papers, New York Post, that are asking questions, but they're not getting any answers. Only one gal was at Hillary Clinton's apartment and asked her a question, and she just chuckled and walked away. Today, she did release a comment about this. She actually said, she said, oh, it's Fox News and all those right-wing conservatives that are drumming up lies. No, one of your lawyers is probably going to prison. It's gone beyond lies. We've got the Steele dossier. We've got Christopher Steele, who said, um, who said that he had an unverified deal and he was paid by the Clinton Foundation. You've got Fusion GPS. I think... Hillary Clinton really has a hard time understanding that people will only go so far as to protect her. Of course, she'll probably end up killing them anyway. Allegedly. Jason Chaffetz of Fox News, he had a very good opinion article 
that talked about the implications that this whole thing is going to have on the country. Because this isn't just an attack on President Trump. This is an attack on the country. And the country is going to have a real hard time dealing with this. I think I was going to sit there and talk about what I thought, but I think Jason, uh, Jason Chaffetz hit it perfectly. Okay, so the first thing, he says, the government can't be trusted to protect our data. Okay, well, duh, because the government sucks at everything. And apparently, they can't protect my social security number. They can't protect my information. They can't protect it from anyone. It can be hacked that easily by a third party, as has happened with um, with this technology company. I mean, they hacked the White House, for Christ's sake. What's really disturbing about this, the government wants more of your data. They want your health data. They want your banking information. They want your financial data. They want all sorts of information. You can't protect the White House. Do you think for a second I'm going to trust the government to, to protect my personal data? The White House communications are not secure. Duh. Again, obviously they're not secure. If you can hack it that easily. Now listen, I'm not saying that this company that they had isn't a good company. Like, these guys aren't real hackers. That's fine. But, my God, it's the President of the United States and he his office was bugged? They were stealing data from his office? Heck, they were stealing his health information from his doctor. Number three, the Biden administration has a clear conflict of interest. And what he's talking about here is Jake Sullivan, who is a national security advisor. Jake Sullivan was mentioned in the was mentioned in the uh, court case. Jake Sullivan was, and you got to remember, very incestuous. The Biden and Obama groups are. Jen Psaki worked for the Obama administration. Jake Sullivan worked for the Obama administration. Um, Merrick Garland worked for the Obama administration. Well, this guy was actually named, and Jake Sullivan is just a, a cretin. He's just an ass. He, this puts the Biden administration in a very sticky situation where they're going to have to kind of stay out of this because anything that the Biden administration does to protect Jake Sullivan or anybody else is going to be seen as a conflict of interest, and that's going to be a problem. It's going to look really bad. As a matter of fact, this is what number four is. Jake Sullivan needs to either be suspended or fired until this whole investigation is through. Because it's going to look like a... This guy, if he is involved in this hacking, he does not belong as a national security advisor. Okay, so let's get to number five. Intelligence agencies can be weaponized for political purposes. Now, this is one of the problems I have when a politician, and a right-wing politician, a conservative politician, seems to be out of touch with the people. I don't know why this is a surprise. Obama did weaponize the IRS. Obama did weaponize the DOJ. That happened 10 years ago. We already know 
they're using these intelligence agencies to be weaponized. Brennan, John Brennan, he is a pure activist for the Democratic Party. There's no question. Comey is is an activist for the Democratic Party. He he admits it. So to sit back and say, "Oh, well, we got weaponization." I'm I'm going to I'm going to slam Chavitz a little bit here. You didn't know this? You were a congressman for 4 years. You didn't know this? We already knew this. Number five, no one can trust the mainstream media. Well, duh. If CNN wanted to increase their viewership, all they'd have to do is report this. Because here's the thing with news. You report the good, you report the bad. This is one of the reasons why I like Tucker. Is that he doesn't like Republicans. He makes that very clear. He thinks they're weak. He called out Ted Cruz, who's about as conservative a Republican as you can get, when uh, Cruz said that stupid thing about the January 6th rioters. He called them terrorists. I didn't think they were terrorists. I think they were rioters. But CNN is a media wing of the Democratic Party. So's ABC, so's NBC, so's CBS, so's... Reuters, so's AP, so's the Washington Post, so's the New York Times, so is the Los Angeles Times, so is MSNBC. They're all for the Democratic Party. And I, I, I tell you, if you know anything about the world at all, you're not going to watch CNN. You're not going to watch MSNBC because it's the same story. And they never give both views. They never give both sides of the story. And now we're looking for CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, um, uh, uh, and uh, NBC. They're not even giving the story at all. They're hiding the story like they hid uh, Hunter Biden laptop story. So this isn't anything new either. The sixth point, there is no justice if Clinton and her minions are not held accountable. I have always thought... There have been an elite group in this country that are above the law. I always point to Bill and Hillary Clinton. I mean, Bill Clinton should be serving 20 years for sexual assault and statutory rape. This guy is notorious for it. It is not a secret. It's not a secret that this guy got a 17-year-old black girl pregnant in Arkansas. It's not a secret that... There are 13 women screaming that he sexually uh, that he sexually assaulted them. None of this is a secret. Hillary Clinton should have been put in jail for her email scandal. She wasn't. If I had my clearance and I did this, I'd be put in jail. I'd lose my clearance and be put in jail. But Bill and Hillary are elites. They don't have to worry about the law. If there is any justice in this country... Hillary is going to have to be put through the justice system, through the justice system. Going to have to be indicted, and she's going to have to answer for this. And there really is, if Durham's report is on on par, which I know it probably is, because that's the way John Durham is. He doesn't put something out there until he absolutely knows it's a hundred percent. She's going to have to answer for this. And that's going to be another problem for Joe Biden because Joe Biden's going to have to stay out of it. 
Joe Biden could actually get involved in this. It could be a conflict of interest. The lying, number seven, the lying was not accidental. This is, this is, it may seem like a weird thing to say. It's not. It's not lying. And by the way, this is, uh, what is it, number uh, nine, two. The Clinton team knew they were lying. This is not a, this is a bigger statement than I think you believe because a lot of the folks say, well, I didn't know, I got kind of uh, uh, hosed up here and I got confused. And No, they didn't do that. They lied. They knew they lied and they knew that they could get caught for it. They knew this was all on purpose. This wasn't an accident. I mean, that's what the general, um, I can't remember his name, but Petraeus, General Petraeus said, was that, well, I, I wasn't really on guard or anything, so, you know, I did say this, I didn't mean to lie. I, it, so, this is something that the Clinton com campaign is going to do. They're going to say, well, I didn't mean to lie. Well, right now, they're just lying to the public. Uh, Hillary Clinton just released a statement basically saying it was all lies. It wasn't true. It was just right-wing media. What right-wing media? Fox News? Only Fox News? Okay, security clearance clearances, and this is number 10. Security clearances are not secure. Well, duh. They've never been secure. Robert Hansen of the FBI is proof of that. A security clearance is just a background check, check and a colored badge. That's all a security clearance is. It's a piece of paper that says, oh, you can be trusted. I would tell you one thing. I used to work for a boot store when I was 17. I went through more background checks for, to just be able to use the register at that business. I even had to go through a polygraph to be able to work at that business. I didn't have to go through a lot of that to get my security clearance. I did later when I got my upper level security clearances. But but the fact of the matter is to get a security clearance doesn't mean much. Eric Swalwell was boofing a Chinese spy for Christ's sake and he still has a security clearance. I got to tell you when I read this I didn't understand why this was even in the article. I thought it was kind of a strange thing to add, especially since most politicians don't need to get a security clearance. They can just go out there and see classified material. That, that's, that's something really odd. They don't need a security clearance. If you're an elected politician, you don't need a security clearance. You, don't need, you need a background check, but that's usually done during the election. But he added in here. And finally, uh, the last portion is, he said, the Department of Justice is compromised. You know what? So's the CIA. So's the FBI. So's the IRS. So's the media. So is the military. Department of Defense is compromised too. I hate to say this, but everything everything that uh, Chaffetz said is true. How do we fix this? The answer is, I don't know. I think the best way to fix it is to tear down all these institutions and rebuild them. But here's the problem when you're dealing with bureaucracies. A bureaucracy is like a virus. They're made to self-survive. They're made to get bigger.
they're made to become more important. And they tend to get to a size where they can't be torn down. Look at the EPA. The EPA is a prime example where it was created and then it just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And now we can't even think about tearing down the EPA. So, a very interesting story. This is a very disturbing story. Um, it really is, it could be signaling the end of Western civilization in the United States. Our little experiment, if we can't somehow fix this, it could be the end. Now, here's the good news. We still have some things that work in our favor. The Constitution, we have that. We still have a justice system and a court system that has a lot of checks and balances. We still have a Supreme Court. It's still out there, and people are getting tired of this. You can tell. We'll talk a little bit more about that tomorrow, because you can see the reactionary, uh, the reactions of not the right, but of regular citizens. A lot of them probably left-wing liberals. Okay, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Take a look at all of my links. I hope you guys have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene. You've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Yeah.